welcome to Driven for Purpose, a lifestyle podcast designed to bring you the tips, tools, and resources so that you can discover your purpose, reignite your passion, and fully step into your power. I'm your host, Amanda Bickham, holistic health and mindfulness coach, and I'll be guiding you every step of the way. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. This podcast has honestly been a long time coming as I have been asked by multiple people to touch on the topic of boundaries and boundaries and consent. Oftentimes this is in regards to sexual experiences, sexual situations, and although more women speak into it, I feel that it's also something that shows up for men, but it shows up for men in a quite a different way. So a few nights ago, um, I was having the final gathering of the goddesses for the three-month initiation that I lead a group of women through. And this topic again came up um, from one of the women And I believe that boundaries is obviously a very wide topic. There's lots of angles that we can approach it. But I'd like to start by understanding how to begin to know our boundaries. Because if we don't know our boundaries then how can we respect them? If we don't know our yeses and our noes and our maybes, then this is when we often get into situations and circumstances where we begin to feel as though we have maybe overstepped our comfort zone. One of the things I teach almost every client when we work together is about boundaries, edges, and limits. One of the first things I have them do is take a piece of paper and draw a dot in the center. And around that dot, with a little bit of space, I have them draw a circle. And then on the outside of that circle, I have them draw little lines moving outwards, almost as if it was like a sun, but very small lines. And then pointing outwards, I have them draw arrows pointing outwards from that circumference of the circle. So if you feel like you want a better visual, maybe you pause this and do this for yourself. And the first thing I tell them is that that dot that's in the center, that's you. And the space that is between you and that first line, that first circle, that is your area 
that is expanded and often contracts. And right at that line, that's your boundary. So your boundary is this circle, this circumference that moves, expands, and contracts in order to keep you safe. Now, in some circumstances and situations, you might have your boundary a lot bigger, your circle a lot bigger. You want to take up a lot more space because maybe you're in a place that you're unfamiliar. For instance, when I was traveling and living in Nicaragua, I didn't feel very safe. And so my boundary, my circle, my circumference, my bubble, I expanded energetically because I knew that I didn't want to get into a situation where my boundary was really close to me and someone crossed it and then I was in danger or in harm. So your boundary is something that moves as you move in and out of spaces, both in your interpersonal life and your relationship with yourself as well as in the external. The line that then has these small little lines around it, almost as if you were drawing hair, I call this your edge. And oftentimes when I work with a client, I say, I'm going to ask you to expand your boundaries and to lean into your edge. Our edge is this place of often discomfort. It's a place where it's edgy. Let's say the first time I ever went into a play space um, with sacred sexuality and kink and all these other things, it was most definitely an edge for me. I knew what my boundaries were I knew what I wanted and I was going to lean into my edge because I was aware that there were going to be things that I was less comfortable with. And then everything outside that edge moving outwards is your limit. So our limits are often the places that we don't really want to go or we don't want to allow ourselves to allow others to push us beyond our edge or allow ourselves to push ourselves beyond our edge or sorry beyond our limits because oftentimes when you move into your limit that's when contraction and trauma can occur it's kind of sometimes the land of no return where We move into this space and we've really hurt ourselves. We've really crossed our line and it often takes a lot longer to rebuild. When we move into our edges, we may cross our boundary. We may not fully honor our boundary, but chances are it's not going to take long before we can find our center and reestablish, okay, maybe I went a little bit too far. And in order to continue to expand in this world, in order to continue to grow and to evolve and expand, which is our nature, right? Even think about the Big Bang, our population, everything. Um, It's important to be able 
to have the confidence to lean into your edge. And it's even more important to have the groundedness to know your boundaries, to have the sense of self and the centeredness that helps you stand strong, that helps you feel powerful. And so this is a lot of, you know, a lot of coaching that I do is just all about helping one understand themselves at deeper layers, helping them dive deeper into stories and patterns and habits and really begin to understand who they are beyond the stories they've been programmed to believe to be true. So when we are in a situation, we always have ourselves. That is absolute. It is very important that we develop deep relationships with ourself so that we can feel that we have ourselves. That no matter what is happening around us, we always have ourself to fall back on. And oftentimes I refer to this kind of as the masculine energy, right? The masculine is often what makes us feel safe secure, protected, aware, whereas this feminine energy is this fun, fluid, free-flowing, and oftentimes more mindless, not always, but more mindless. She wants to feel, the feminine wants to feel, whereas the mind wants to know. The masculine is often connected to the mind, the feminine is often connected to the body. Which is why sometimes if we're too in our flow and we're too in our feminine and we're too much in our feeling, we can more easily cross a boundary because we just get caught up. Now this can look so different. This can be applied to every aspect of your life and the reason, you know, I love using sexuality, number one, because it's of a high interest of me, of mine, something that I've been de deepening and work, working with individuals on. And also because we've all been there, I feel. But this can be applied to your work. It can be applied to your family. It can be applied to your body. And of course, it can be applied to sexual experiences. So having a strong masculine, having a strong sense of presence, having a strong sense of connection is very important for multiple reasons, not only to keep you safe, but to also give you the permission and the space to explore. In order to expand, it's important to lean into our edges so that we can see what's truly real what's truly awake and alive which changes moment by moment so it's really important to be able to lean in to the self to the masculine to your truth in order to feel that you can continue to explore and expand so in this moment I'm in Italy, um, which is why you hear those bells in the background, so I, I apologize for the noise. It also kind of gives character to this podcast, I feel, as I'm often around the world and you can hear noises from everywhere. <clears throat> so 
going back to this story of boundaries, how do we begin to know our boundaries? How do we begin to know and consent and, and stay strong in our boundaries and hold our boundaries and also with that not be too rigid, right? We don't want to be too rigid that this is what I'm this is what I believe and this is how I'm showing up and this is what I'm available for and nothing else. You know, it's important to be in the moment and say, oh well I thought that this was my boundary, but you know what, I actually feel really good and I feel really strong and I'm actually gonna kind of let that go a little bit and see if I can lean in a little more. And one of the things that's most important is checking in with yourself. Your feelings and how you feel when we create space. So when we take ourselves out of the situation that's happening around it, whether it be a sexual experience that we're getting in with someone or whether it be a work experience, somebody asked us to do a project and we're like, yeah, yeah, sure, I can totally do that. And then all of a sudden we're feeling a lot of contraction and a lot of anxiety because we realize that we're wanting to people please and we bit off more than we can chew and we don't think we can do it. But we just bite our lip and keep going because we're afraid. Whatever it is, it's important to take time and space in the present moment so that you can feel. One of the things I often coach women on when it comes to sexuality and, and helping them create better relationships, more nurturing experiences, is creating space in their sexual experiences to check in. I feel we can all relate in some way, shape, or another that it's so easy to get caught up in the eros, in the flow of another, whether you're running sex energy or even just romantic energy, you just meet someone for the first time and you're just like, wow, it's magnetic and kinetic and I just feel so like time is not even existent. You know, I feel like we've all been there. It's so easy to get wrapped up in someone else's energy and essence and presence, especially if it's strong, especially if there's chemistry. So I often invite everyone, especially in the bedroom, to take a moment to stop, to pause, to breathe, to feel into themselves. And when you give yourself the space to feel yourself, you also give that to your partner as well. Because oftentimes I've, I've talked to men, you know, I, I coach with men also and <clears throat> have worked with men very intimately and closely and a lot of them have shared with me that they get wrapped up too. That they don't really want to have sex oftentimes with women because it does change things and there's some things sometimes that happens where they're no longer interested or attracted for whatever reason and they really want to keep riding the wave of mystery and yet their hormones take them over and of course when the penis is next to the vagina it's like yes I want in I'll do whatever it takes right and it's up to both individuals to create space for them to feel and to check in of like yes this feels really good right now and it would be a very immediate short-term gratification. And also, is it truly what I want? 
Is it truly what's going to make me feel good beyond this moment? And the answer may be yes. And it also may be no. You can even think about it as like ejaculation, right? Like you're making love to someone and, you know, it's feeling so good. And the man's like, oh my God, I'm going to come. And you're like, oh yes, it's amazing. Like, perfect. Let's do this, you know? And like, especially I think it happens probably more when you're in long-term relationships and you're like, yes, just come inside me. I don't care. And then it's like, well, <laughs> do you really want a baby? Because that is pretty likely. Um, and so this is important, right? To think about long term, not just immediate short term gratification. But we are conditioned in our society, especially in the West, that short term is what we want. You know, think about Amazon, right? That's like the most immediate gratification you can get. <clears throat> So taking time to create space in the moment to feel is one of the best ways you can begin to better honor your boundaries. For any man who is listening, one of the sexiest things I have experienced a man do in the bedroom is ask. For permission. And in Tantra, this is this is a very big part of Tantra, is asking for permission. You know, especially when you're in play spaces and temples, it's like, you know, you might be having an experience with a couple people and someone comes right on in and just wants to jump in and, and enjoy themselves. And it's like that that can be very invasive. But even if it's just you and one other person, I mean, wow, like when somebody acts asks me if they can lick my pussy oh, and they look at me and they hold their gaze not only does this make me give me the permission to check in it gives me the permission to feel myself it gives me the permission to feel them it gives me the opportunity to ask if it's a fuck yes. Because maybe I really want it, but I want to prolong the intimacy because it's just so juicy that I want to wait for them to taste me until later. I want to let it remain in the mystery. Or maybe I just don't want them at all. Maybe I didn't shower that day. And maybe I'm nervous or I'm not going to be able to let go because... I feel like I smell or something, you know, or maybe I, you know, whatever. There's so many reasons, you know, that we can allow our feelings to overrun our deepest truth. There's a, there's a great balance that is to be had when you're in alignment between feeling and staying connected to the self. And I feel like this is really important for all beings one of the things that I have talked to a lot of men about is just they have pressure. There's a lot of pressure, you know. Um, and I felt this as well in my own sexual experience, even most recently, actually. Um, I was, you know, I made love to this beautiful soul. And then the next night we were hanging out. And, like, I didn't really want sex. Not that it, I mean, it was amazing. It was beautiful. It was super soulful. But I was just, like, about to have my period. And I was feeling bloated and uncomfortable and tired. And um, I didn't need sex. 
I didn't really even want it. And I was nervous to go upstairs and stay the night with him because, um, yeah, I was afraid that there was going to be expectation. And it was interesting. Like, I felt like there, both of us were kind of like, I don't, you know, I don't really necessarily want sex right now, but I could have sex if it ended up happening. Like, I definitely wouldn't be upset, but like, is there expectation? I kind of felt like what was going on is like, in his mind was like, shit, is, is she wanting it? Is she, if I, if I don't give it to her, like, should I give it to her? Like, I can't really tell. Like, I know I'm tired. I know she's tired, but like, now I kind of feel like, you know, I don't want to like not please her. You know, men are built to perform. Like they are, that's just how they're wired. And it's a beautiful trait of the masculine energy is this performance. And um, with that, I find it really important to also check in as a male. I mean, it's so beautiful when a man doesn't try to sleep with me. Fuck, it's sexy. You know, when a man who takes his time and isn't trying to get anywhere, oh my gosh. Like when a man just barely teases me in whatever way, it is so sexy. Men are also often the masculine, let's say, um, I don't wanna just make this a male-female thing, but like the masculine energy is often very goal-oriented as well, very focused. Nothing wrong with that, it's beautiful. And also it can get in the way. It can get in the way of a bigger experience. Of being in the moment, of being present. <sighs> so yes, boundaries, consent. You are the person who is responsible for your boundaries. You are the person who is responsible for giving your consent. Our boundaries, they fluctuate depending on how we feel inside, how we feel outside, depending on a lot of variables. One of the best things you can do in any situation is to create space for yourself to feel outside of the situation that's happening around you. So let's take this back to the work experience. Take a moment to go outside of the office or to go outside of your whatever's happening and breathe into yourself. Check in. How do I feel? What's going on? Can I really do this? Does this feel right? One of the things I believe to be true is that as we're shifting paradigms and we're moving into more of the heart space, higher vibrational way of being and the feminine is coming back into more presence, it's really important for us to give her space. Meaning give ourselves and our feminine within us space to feel. Space to be seen, space to be heard, space to feel without shame or judgment. And then on that, speak into her. And I feel that this is a really beautiful mm, part of the masculine quality which is standing and speaking taking the action so if you're in a situation where it's not feeling good come from the space of feeling feminine and 
allow the action to be carried through through the power of your voice which is oftentimes more masculine what makes you feel safe and this is just my understanding of it all there's people who have different understandings but yeah if you're in a situation it's like you know you feel that the energy is moving you feel that your partner really wants you or you feel that whatever is happening and you really want it too but you're also in the back of your mind there's this whisper because it's always there the whisper is always there she's always there the intuition is always there we just override it often and we're in that space can we take a moment to pause and if we realize that where things are going isn't where we want them to go or where we feel most aligned, can we say, hey, I just want to feel you for a second. <sighs> I want to feel myself for a second. This is so juicy. I don't want to get lost. I want to be fully present. And if you're Yoni, you know, your heart says, no, I want to wait, then speak that feeling. I'm really enjoying this. Mm, really loving our kissing and our touching and our breath and your presence. And oh, my yoni is like, yes. And I appreciate this time and space to feel a little deeper. Because there's a part of my, my chest that feels contracted. And there's a part of me that doesn't really feel like I want to move forward. There's a part of me that's close to moving forward in our experience, so I just want to honor that part of me because that's important too. And in order to have the most orgasmic experience, I want to feel fully open to receive you, all of you. Now, ladies, if you do that in bed, specifically because I know this is where a lot of women have a challenge I don't know what man won't feel that and if he doesn't feel that then that's your opportunity to get the hell out of that bed right there because in order for a man to fully meet you he needs to feel you he needs to feel your feminine he needs to feel his own feminine he needs to be able to receive you and all parts of you beyond his stories or his ideas of what he wants and his desires so I feel like this is uh, the bells are telling me it's time <laughs> that we've we've done enough here on this podcast um, again ladies of the sister circle if you're listening I just want to thank you for doing all the work you know that you've done and the way that you've shown up for yourself in the last three months as we've journeyed together and using your voice to ask for what you need ask for support ask for help which is why this podcast has been birthed so if anyone else is listening and there are questions stories challenges problems please feel free to write in I do this for you. I do this as an opportunity to connect deeper to the collective so that I can share whatever, you know, based on my own experiences or sometimes what wants to come through. It's like a channel. And 
So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for your shares. And thank you for supporting this channel. From the Renaissance hillsides of Urbania, Italy. I will see you next time. Ciao. Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode on Driven for Purpose. I cannot tell you how much your support means. If you found this content helpful in any way, shape, or form, I would love it if you share this with your friends and family. If you haven't yet already done so, please go on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your reviews help us rank higher, which means more people can get inspired by this content. And together, we can support one another to continue on our journey towards our highest and best selves. I'll catch you next week.